hello there and welcome back to Nerd Never Ending Retro Dialogue. This is a podcast where we talk about nerd stuff. I am one of your hosts, Jordan. And I am Doug. Um, we got a really big show today. We, this this is the penultimate episode of Nerdum, right? Yeah, this is one that I'm sure people have been wondering where. When and where. Where it's been. Why haven't we done this yet? <sighs> and there's, for me... One obvious answer. Um, it's very def- divisive. Yes. Especially nowadays. Oh, yeah. Even more so. Ever, more than ever. Um, yeah. I just... <sighs> but we got to tackle it. we got to talk about Star Wars. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Yes. Now, we should say that this is all opinion. Yes. All opinion. That's what we do here. We yeah. just talk. So don't take, you know exception or offense to anything that we say we know that the star wars fan base is very very passionate is the word i would use passionate is that's the nice way of putting it yeah um so anything we say shouldn't be held against us yeah you know we're allowed to disagree on things yeah that's the whole point of a podcast is we talk about our views and what we like and don't like and 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 you guys probably have a different opinion, and that's fine. Yeah. So, so you know, let's just try to have a nice, fun conversation. Because Star Wars, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, has been a huge part of my life. For sure. It's, you know, it's Star Wars is as old as I am. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> well, it's, it's such a part of our culture. Right. I can't think of anybody who doesn't know what Star Wars is. Correct. You know? Whether you like it or not. Right. Um, we actually kind of touched on Star Wars a little bit in our episode zero, Yeah, you know, where I had the analogy of, you know, you're either a Star Trek fan mm. or you're a Star Wars fan. You, you can, you can like both, but there's one you love, love more, yeah. right? And, uh, I fall in the Star Wars category. Yeah. I really like Star Trek. I grew up watching it with the, I saw Star Trek first. Anytime it was on, uh, in reruns, my dad would have it on. He was a Star Trek guy. Um, he liked Star Wars, read the novelizations, and and we would watch the movies. But um, I think it's fair to say that he was more of a Star Trek guy. Yeah. Um, mainly because, and this is just me taking conversations we had, with Star Trek you had the actual exploration of space. Yeah. You had the... Uh, coming together and finding new worlds whereas what i love about star wars it's 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 a space western you know you've just got this this overarching story that um is just neat i just love it so we can get into depths with star trek in a different episode because i know we will so we don't want to spoil that but i to me those are the two main differences um you Star Trek's like what it's it's like watching a sci-fi novel. Hmm, that's a good way to put that. And and it's just neat with with everything. And and Star Wars is just a much more focused. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So here we go. Star Wars. Star Wars, man. So what is there to be said about Star Wars that hasn't been said? Yeah. Already? How are we going to do this? I think we just talk about <laughs> you know just use the force. Okay. Here. Now, so Star Wars, the one thing I'll say, I think Star Wars is probably one of the interesting things for us because 
because of the age gap. Yes. When I was growing up, I had the three movies, and that was it. Yeah. And then you had this vast wasteland. Right. The only other Star Wars stuff you could get was the novels. And then they had um, comics and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, and my dad had some, like I said, he had some of the Star Wars novels, and, and he knew some of the canon. But he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a huge Star Wars nerd. So... I kind of lingered for yeah. quite a while. It's just like, oh my gosh, why why can't we get any more Star right. Wars stuff? This can't be the end. Um, so then you fast forward, and George Lucas is, is making these prequels now. He's he's telling you how this all yeah. happened. What what how would, did this begin? And my goodness, that was. But that was your, yeah. so that's you growing up as you had those movies, right? Yeah. Now, I remember seeing, because, like, I can't, like, I can't pinpoint a time when I exactly remember learning about Star Wars because it was already such part of the culture that I just remember it. It's like Superman. I just remember it always being there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I'd seen the first three movies before I saw the prequels. Okay. Uh, yeah. Back on VHS. What are those again? Um, be kind, rewind. That's okay. all I'll say about that. <laughs> but, uh, but, so, yeah, so when I was a kid, episode one came out. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, episode one, two, and three were pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> because it was action and lightsabers all every two seconds. Yeah. Jumping around and CGI. So, it really hit the audience, I think. Because I think everybody my age kind of feels like. Oh, when I saw Phantom Menace, I was nine, and I mm-hmm. really liked it. You know, so you have that you have that nostalgia with it. Yeah, yeah, that's, and I think that's where the divide begins, right? Because yeah. you know, you have someone. My wife and I went and saw Phantom Menace in the theater and too, was sorry. stoked, could not <laughs> wait. Here we go. We got some Star Wars coming. Yeah, and I walked out of that theater. Just about as mad as I've ever been in a movie. Just, I could not believe it. And I've seen Monkey Bone in the theaters. (laughs) (laughs) And I was more mad at Phantom Menace, mainly because I didn't pay for Monkey Bone. (laughs) Well, there's not as much emotional investment in Monkey Bone. Jesus. Monkey Bone will show up in another episode. Yeah. Um, But, man. Now, Sharon will defend Phantom Menace. She, She... Liked it, um, and and constantly reminds me that it's not as bad as I say it is, um, and um, I'm not going to say she's wrong. <laughs> I just disagree with her, right? Because you know we're allowed to have different opinions. I just I I went into it with such expectations because oh my god we're finally getting another yeah. Star Wars movie that. This was what you gave us. Yeah. Um, now the other two, I do not have problems with. I I can acknowledge the dialogue issues, sure, uh, especially yeah. especially in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. <laughs> but Ugh. but they're fun movies. They're uh, you you have everything you need in a Star Wars movie. You've got the battles. You got the lightsabers. Um, I they're entertaining. Maybe fun isn't the right word, uh, especially when you talk about you know Jedi younglings getting Ooh. massacred. Um, <laughs> but 
Spoiler alert. Um, Darth Vader's not a good dude. Um, but they were entertaining. And, and, and look, you know, we could try to dissect that all we want. You yeah. know, is it because of, you know, you've got an older Anakin and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Sure, whatever. I just, less Jar Jar. That's always nice. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind those two. Yeah. Um, well, they kind of ditched some of the... Like in episode one, it was very political. With yeah. the trade blockade yes. and the Senate yes. meetings and everything. And the midichlorians. And yeah. they dumped those things, yeah. basically. Yeah. And they and they dropped Jar Jar a lot. So I think they kind of heard the outcry of anger. Which, let's just be lucky that the internet wasn't as much of a thing as... Right? Oh my gosh. Because we wouldn't have episode two and three, <laughs> probably. No. Oh, could you imagine? Oh around. my gosh. I mean, the internet was definitely around, but it wasn't... I don't think it was um, quite as volatile. Yeah. But I don't know, but... Now, so let me ask you this, because... Um, first Star Wars came out right around the same time. I, I think I was one yeah. when it came out. So I... I don't think I actually watched them in order. Oh, okay. Um, I'm pretty sure, and unfortunately my dad's no longer with us to confirm this, but I am fairly certain I saw Empire Strikes Back oh. before I saw wow. Star Wars. Because high. back in the day, kids, um, the TV stations used to you know, show movies yeah. on the weekends. You know, you had the... The ABC Saturday Night Special, yeah. you know, NBC at the movies and all this stuff. And and so we would watch movies. That's how we watched movies. Yeah. Um, so I am fairly certain I saw Empire Strikes Back first. And so, I mean, it was just a cool, it was a cool space movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. And oh my gosh. And, and But I didn't, and back then I didn't quite get the whole drama of, you know, I am your father, right, right. right? And another spoiler. Another. Oh gosh, you know what? This 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 whole episode is going to be <laughs> rot with spoilers. And you know, uh, it's been nearly fifty years, so shame on you guys. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, fifty years! Oh my god. <laughs> so put that in perspective. But anywho, um, yeah. So it it was. I saw Empire first. And then I did finally see Star Wars, and then and then Return was last. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that was the thing with you know we didn't go to the movies a lot when I was right. a kid. Um, and I'm not even sure when I if the Ada Theater was operational there for a time when I was a kid. I know once I got a little bit older it was, but you know we didn't go to movies. It wasn't until I was much older that my dad and I would go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so kind of watched them out of order, Interesting. and then once we finally got a VHS player, yeah. they were one of the first movies, set of movies I bought, yeah. so that I could just watch them whenever I wanted. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't know the first time I was exposed. I don't think it was on TV. I think it must have been a VHS, because mm-hmm. they, they play Star Wars on TV now, but I don't really remember seeing it when I was growing up. Although they used to do, like, you remember Spike TV? Oh, yeah. They used to do Star Wars marathons every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's interesting. I, I think I watched them in order, probably. Although the four, five, six, one, two, three thing kind of threw me off as a kid. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never understood that either, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. 
That's funny. Well, TBS used to do a Star Wars oh, marathon really? too. I think. That, that tracks. That's probably right. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. So, what is it really? You know, because I, I, I'm just the biggest question I have for this episode is like what. What is it about Star Wars that makes it Star Wars? You know, like it's so popular, it's so prevalent. Yeah. What what, what did that? What what made a movie with that production value? Oh my god, yeah. The hit that it was. I mean, cuz even if you go back and this is a I love Star Wars. Like I love it. <laughs> In fact, I'm ashamed that I don't have my lightsabers up here with oh, me yeah. right now while we're doing this episode. But, you know, the the dialogue, even in the first one, it's hokey. The the Some of the plot points, like Luke horribly grieving yeah. Obi-Wan, you know, after he's known him for a whole three days yeah. or whatever it is. But all, all I can say for me is... It, it, the characters were just, and maybe you give credit to the actors, obviously, yeah. too. Um, I mean, Harrison Ford is Han Solo. I can't, I'm not sure I could imagine anyone else right. playing that character. Well, they tried, and it didn't work. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that one, though. So. But you know what? So, we'll talk about Solo's story, because, boy, there's a whole universe of Star Wars stuff to talk about. I actually like that movie very much. I think that movie gets a lot of undue criticism. It is a fun movie. I I think it falls under the problem of anything that has Star Wars put on it. Mm -hmm. You have these immediate expectations of what the story is going to be like and how it's supposed to go. If... If you just name that some other movie, it's got some other title, I think people would look at it differently. Yeah. But it's just a really fun movie. It's not perfect, but it's, I enjoy it. We watch it quite a bit. Wow. Um, but I I really think, I mean, for me, I, I will speak for me, it was because I, I immediately, even at a young age, it's like, wow, this is like, this is like, Western in, in yeah, space. Yeah. You've got you've got the Han Solo, which is you know the the gunfighter, right? right? Um, and then you've got the the scrappy ideal ideologic kid in Luke, and then for my money, Darth Vader is still one of the greatest. Oh, for sure. Um, movie villains. He might be the best movie villain. Yeah, ever. Uh, I just. Everyone, all you have to do is hear him start to breathe, yeah. and everyone knows who it is, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it's. I just, it's just so goofy fun. I mean, it's like, why do we like Big Trouble in Little China so much? Yeah. You know, I mean, Star Wars is just, it's absolutely. But Empire Strikes Back, the peak is just that is near perfection. That and Rogue One. I mean, we'll yeah. we'll hit all these movies. But Empire Strikes Back, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that is just such a great <laughs> movie. Um, I just, I don't know. What isn't to love about them? Yeah. But I also think, too, and I don't think this is for speaks for everyone, I was predisposed to sci-fi. Yes. Right? Again, yeah. 
I grew up watching Star Trek. My my dad, you know, loved sci-fi movies, so we would watch all kinds of different science fiction. He had all kinds of science fiction novels. Um, you know, the 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 sci-fi parts of Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know, were always favorites of his. It's just you you have all these things, so it's just you take that and you 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 have this story, this grand you know soap opera of a right. of a story. It's just man, it just hits a lot of a lot of good notes. Well, you know, it's interesting because when I was in high school, mm-hmm. we dissected Star Wars. Oh, okay. In my AP English class, uh, are you familiar with Joseph Campbell at all? I know the name. He was a I don't really know what you would call him, but he he came up with the hero's journey, um, which is a a saga that he discovered. Well, he didn't come up with it; he studied it, and he I think he named it the hero's journey. Okay, and he kind of hit he kind of defined what it was because he looked at a bunch of literature and stuff and saw like these themes, and he basically said like Star Wars follows the hero's journey with Luke Skywalker. Okay, and I think that that was on purpose. I think George Lucas knew about that. And so, um, I think that that's one of the reasons it's so strong is because it has that literary basis in the writing and, um, and yeah, like you said, it's got a little bit of every, it's got the great villain. It's got the stakes are high. Um, it is, I mean, I I cannot imagine being in a theater in 1977 and seeing that on screen, like the effects alone, right? Because they hold up. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, even today, I mean, he, I mean, he's changed them to be more CGI. He's edited them. Yeah. But I imagine that being in 1977, I would probably you wouldn't have seen quite anything like that. I would, I would say that you're correct. Yeah. yeah. So I think it really imprinted itself on pop culture and on our consciousness because it was just like so groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. So. But it took that 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 well-known damsel in distress. Yeah. Right, but you've got this. But she's a different kind of damsel in distress. Yeah. Uh, it, so interesting. I didn't think about it until I was much older. How she, Princess Leia, was a different kind of female character yeah. uh, in that movie, where she, you know, was strong-willed right. and, and didn't need those two guys right. to help her. She was pretty ba all yeah. on her own. Um, which probably had to be a little different for back in the 70s oh, as well. Oh, definitely. I think of Ripley being, from Alien, being mm-hmm. like a huge departure from that. But Princess Leia came first, right? Yeah. 77, Alien came out in 79. Yeah. So there's probably some influence there. Absolutely. Proved it could be done. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <sighs> so yeah, Star Wars. Here we go. Yeah. Now we need to talk about the last three. Do you wanna? <laughs> Although we didn't talk about Ewoks. Um, do you mean just what, what is your what is your feeling of the Ewoks? I I was introduced to them at a very young age, so I have sentimental feelings of about course. them. Yes. Um, what what sitcom talked about that? How I Met Your Mother had an episode where. You could you could tell the age of um, of the person you were dating based on how they felt about Ewoks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. That's funny. Um, yeah, I guess I would say I'm fine with the Ewoks because 
I know they were supposed to appeal to kids and everything. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea of that of them being able to take on the Empire. Sure. I kind of like that. I mean, and that's supposed to be the whole thing too, right? Is it, as long as you've got the heart and you yeah. know, you're, you're together, you can take them on. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember how old I was when I was the Ewoks. I mean, cause, cause Return came out in 84? 83. 83. Yeah. Cause they came out like every three years. Yeah. So I was still youngish. I was, you know, I was under, I was under 10. So oh, I, yeah. I, I did not mind them either. I thought they were fun. Um, I've had stages where I'll go through and it's just like, you know, that is fairly ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any, yeah. that doesn't make much sense. But in, in the grander story, right. I think is, is there. And so you just, I can overlook Ewoks when you've, you've got the rest of the story that's there. That's just pretty, pretty solid. Well, I think also Ewoks have been softened in time because the new Ewoks was Jar Jar Binks. Yes. And so I think in comparison, people like, give me the Ewoks any day. Man, Jar Jar Binks. I would just, I, I want to know who who came up with him and who thought he was a good idea. You got to think it was George Lucas. It would have to be. Because you thought, you would think that, because I think he was trying to appeal to the kids with Jar Jar Binks. Of course. And I don't think it worked. No, no, I don't think it did either. I, oof. Now, what is your thought on now that since we're talking about Jar Jar, there's the whole theory that you know he's he's secretly a, a Sith Lord. A Sith Lord. Yeah, I would have loved that if that was true because that would have done a lot more for his character. Right. <laughs> Good gosh, that theory is very interesting to me. I hope I hope that they, yeah, let's explore that someday. It. Yeah, I hope they confirm it. Come on, George. Um. So, yeah, and then Disney takes over. And Disney takes over, yeah. So, I'll just get this out of the way right now. When I saw the first, when I saw 7, 8, 9 the first time, I was fine with them. I liked them. But the more I watched them, the less I liked them. But I don't think it's, I think it's mostly Disney's fault that I don't like them because it doesn't seem like they had a unified vision. Yes. Yes. You, You and I have talked about this quite a bit. I... I don't mind them. I don't hate them like a lot of people have grown to hate them. Yeah. Um, or hated them right off the bat. Um, I think The Force Awakens is is quite a quite a fun movie. It's I, I like it. I've watched it several times. I think on its own it it holds up well. I think the biggest issue, as you've pointed out, and I agree, is that it seems like they kept flip-flopping all over the place. They yeah. kept they kept changing their direction and taking all these turns without really knowing what they want to do and and maybe that's in large part to how people reacted. Yeah. Now, I I am one I did not mind the last Jedi. I I loved the scene at the end with with Luke and and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um I I thought it was a good movie. The third one definitely Although I didn't mind it, and I could appreciate it for what it was on its own, really made no sense how they, yeah. why they went in the directions they did to tie that all up. Well, that's the um, problem. Episode nine had to tie it up. Yeah, and they weren't ready to tie it up. Yeah, 
And so you get a lot of things in there that are like, okay. Yeah, it just, I, I will admit that one's, for the whole trilogy, it, it doesn't do it any justice. No. Um, we still watch it, but it's just like, yeah, that's, it really feels like they needed another one or two movies yeah. to, to kind of. <laughs> well, they put so much stuff in the episode nine. I'm like, don't, don't. Yeah. Like they go to different planets and stuff. I'm like, what? Just focus on the story. Yeah. Let's just, let's just do the story. Yeah. Agreed. It, it I think overall as a trilogy, I like it better than the prequels trilogy because I just dislike Phantom Meta so much. Yeah. But I don't think any of the third sequels are better than Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I think... I don't... Although A Force Awakens, I really like, but... I think the... So the prequels are not good in my book. Mostly, they're not that good. Mm -hmm. But they do have some really good things about them. Mm -hmm. The biggest one being Ian McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Uh, that, I think, puts it almost ahead of the, the sequel trilogies, the 7, 8, 9. Yes. But also, there were some really cool choreographed fight scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, the music was really good. Yes. Um, so there were some redeeming things to the to the prequels. And, like, I've softened over, the, over time with them. So, and I think partly that's because we got the sequel trilogy, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely the same way. I was more critical of the prequels... Although I enjoyed two and three when we when I first watched them, I was still like, you know, yeah. it's still not Star Wars, right. you know. I was being that pouty guy, uh, and over the years, it's like, no, okay, I get it, um, and I enjoy them, and I enjoy the sequel trilogies too. I just because I'm not that fan that's just like, oh my god, this is all ruined. You can't yeah. do the blah, blah, blah. I I tried to look at everything, just. On a singular movie basis. Yeah. Um, I think, too, what also hurts the trilogy is you see Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why the heck can't we get a movie yeah. like that? Why can't you make a Star... Why can't you make one of these like that? Yeah. Because Rogue One is, is near perfect. I, I, th at, oh. I think the thing with Rogue One was like... It's a standalone movie. Yeah. So, but then, so you're writing for one movie, whereas you're in the trilogies, you're like, I know I have to make this a trilogy. Yeah. So, and the problem, and as we just said, the problem was they didn't seem like they had a vision for the trilogy. Whereas with Rogue One, they definitely had a vision. So, I don't know. I guess it is harder to write for multiple things, you know, for multiple, like a franchise. Well, multiple and, multiple and when you talk about decades yeah. of canon that's out yeah. there, right? When when someone can pull out this book yeah. and go, hey, in this novel, this was done, and in this novel, this was done, and and in this comic, this was done, and yeah. this was told to be canon. And so you kind of start tripping over yourself, right? Yeah. It makes it, it... I can see where it would be hard to do it, but, I mean... It's not impossible. Yeah. 
I mean... Well, you know, the thing with the canon is Disney reset the canon, right? Correct, yeah. Which is frustrating because there's a lot of really cool Star Wars stuff out there that's mm-hmm. not canon anymore. Yeah. Like, did you ever read the comic Star Wars Legacy? I own it, but okay. I've not read it yet. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's Luke Skywalker's descendant, kind of Last of the Jedi, but he's struggling. He doesn't mm-hmm. really want to be a Jedi. I don't know if he's the last of the Jedi. There's not very many left. but So it's a really cool story. Dark Horse did a really awesome job with it. But now it's not canon. Yeah. Well, Dark Horse, so anyone who doesn't know, Dark Horse for the longest time did a bunch of Star Wars related yeah. comics. And uh, a lot of them are really good. I, I've got actually from one of the local comic shops that I go to, uh, they would do these online sales during the pandemic. And he had gotten into a bunch of... He'd gotten in a bunch of Dark Horse sets. And so I, I was able to get quite a few of them. Haven't read all of them. Um, and there's even some where they're like almost alternate universe type stories yeah. with, with the Star Wars universe. Um, and so, I mean, and that speaks to it. I mean, you've got something so popular that now it's across all these different forms of media. Right. That... You know, how do you rein that in? And like you said, Disney just says, well, no, we hit the reset button. Yeah. But, you know, they don't do a great job with those sequels. And I know that you've said you've not watched any of the Disney Plus series. But those are, they've been fantastic. Um, Mandalorian is absolutely amazing. Um, It's just such, such a great story. And... You know, I'll try not to spoil any of that, even though it's been out for a couple of years. But uh, for anyone else out there, but there's, you know, uh, Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau yeah. have done a really good job of tapping into the fandom and doing things. And I'm, I'm sure a cynical person will say, well, they're just, you know, playing towards sympathetics and they're just trying to, you know, do this and that. I, I kind of look at it. You got these two big fans yeah. of a of a franchise, and it's almost like they want to see everything that they wanted to see when they were kids yeah. or or whatnot. Because in the Mandalorian, especially, you just you see some things that it's like, oh my god, I I had a friend that had that toy, yeah. you know, and it's just like they brought everything into it. Well, and this is the thing with like the Mandalorian is a perfect example. They're doing what Star Wars needs to do is branch out. Yes. Because the Star Wars stuff is just so centered around Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. But it's like, okay, even the new stuff, like, I don't care about the new characters very much. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not Luke Skywalker. But then you get like you branch out and you explore this wider universe and it's like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's that's the one thing with like Star Trek, for example. Star Trek explores the universe, like you said. Yeah. So you get all this different stuff. But Star Wars kind of focuses on the same thing um, when there's like millions and billions of species out there and people and sentient beings that you could focus on. That's why like Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2 was so good because it was just completely different. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why they do so well with TV because they can explore more. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I did not do the cartoon series. Right. Clone Wars. Right. Wyatt really liked them. And I've heard good things about most of them. Um, and then they've done some newer cartoons on yeah. those. Bad Batch, I think, yeah. is what it's called, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, Wyatt said that was really good. Now, you talk about being fo- uh, focused on Skywalker <laughs> and Darth Vader. The the Obi-Wan Kenobi 
miniseries that they did actually was really good. But you get Ewan McGregor yeah, back, right? Yeah. It's one of those things, all I'll say about this, because it is still fairly new, I guess. Uh, so maybe someone hasn't watched it like yourself. <laughs> um, you know, again, there's some story points where you're like, hmm, how are you going to make that work? And then all of a sudden it works and you're like, well, okay, that's yeah. convenient. But overall, um, my suggestion to anyone who hasn't watched it yet, watch it all together. Binge it. Yeah. And, you know, it's there's only, I think, six episodes? I think so. Six? Um, and you... So it'll be like a really long movie. Yeah. But it'll flow better. Um, it'll, it'll make more sense. Um, instead of going, oh, what? And how are they going to do that? Or what? What's going on there? But I will say, when when you get Obi Wan and, and Darth Vader back together, I mean, my God, yeah. that that was that payoff was worth it because you've got the Darth Vader that's like the Darth Vader in Rogue One mm. in that short span at yeah. the end, and I'm 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 hopeful because. I'm a nerd and love Darth Vader. That eventually we get like a Darth Vader miniseries. You would think that's almost inevitable. Um, you would think. So anyone who who doesn't know, um, I mean, they've done comics for Star Wars forever, but Marvel, when DC and whatnot, or Disney, not DC, good lord, uh, got a Marvel star doing Star Wars comics. So uh, Jason Aaron. Did a run on Star Wars. I don't know if he's still doing that. I don't know. I, yeah, that's a good question. But it was phenomenal. And it, it, it started right after it picked up where A New Hope ended. And okay. it was phenomenal. And then you had another run, um, the Darth Vader run by... Um, was that Charles Charles Soule, which was phenomenal. It was running at the same time. And it was, you know, so Darth Vader's doing this. Has to do all this after A New Hope, and and you've got the the scrappy rebel rebels, right. and and then Charles Souls once the Darth Vader run ended, Charles Soul did another one that started after um, Revenge of the Sith, and that shows you how he got his Kyber crystal and and mm. did this and that, and and how he became you know the Sith Lord, right? right? And that, there is still a Darth Vader run happening now, written by um, Killing, Kieran Gilliam, yeah. and supposed to be really good. I have not read it. But to me, those, those would be, if you still want to do things around that part of the Star Wars universe, do the Darth Vader story. Yeah. You know, exp explore, you know... These other nefarious characters, you could you could do rebel stories too, where it's it's different parts. You know, Andor just came out. Yeah. You know, and obviously that's a prequel to Rogue One. But you know, so you can take these characters and you can and you can expand the universe, like you said, yeah. and and really keep keep it going without retreading the same stuff. Yeah, that's what was neat about the pre. Disney novels was that they just went all over. There's tales from the of the bounty hunters, tales from Jabba's palace, yeah, uh, and like I talked about Star Wars Legacy, 
Um, so they were just kind of, they were focusing on the broader scope of mm-hmm. things. It wasn't just... Well, and that's how you build that's how you build a world slash galaxy yeah. slash universe, right? right? You've gotta you have to have these other characters right. involved. You know, they're all being affected by everything else that's going on. So let's see that. And if you all you need to do is create characters that someone's gonna care about. Right. That's all I mean you you got them in with the word Star Wars on the front, but now yeah. You've got to yeah. give us something that want that that wants us to keep watching it, yeah, or reading it, yeah. We must consume. We must consume the content. There we go. They live. There <laughs> we go. Oh, we haven't even talked about video games yet. That, well, I talked about Star, the last Repo- or the Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, that's bit. true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got a lot of video games. They've got a lot of uh, what's the last Star Wars video game? Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. For the PlayStation Two, yeah, that was my absolute jam. I got it over there. Oh, good game, The Force Unleashed. Yeah, that was a good one too. That's a good one. I think the last game they released was The Fallen Order, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Although, well, they've got that Sky, the Lego Skywalker Saga. That's yeah, that out. was I. You know what? I'm gonna say this. I'm 30 years old and I love the Lego. Star Wars games. I love the Lego games in general. Oh, the Lego games are amazing. I was in high or middle school when they came out with the first one, mm-hmm. and I pl- I rented it from a, a store mm-hmm. to play it as a joke, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, this is so much fun." And that's back before they even had dialogue and stuff. It was all just like, yeah. I so I was the same way. We bought it for the kids, of course, yeah, and I think it was on the Wii, and. I, I came in and, and Wyatt was playing. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then I started playing with him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, crap, this is this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they make a lot of good ones, and the Skywalker Saga was fun. Skywalker Saga was huge. Yeah. They, you could fly to planets and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. So I mean, they give it to George Lucas. Yeah. He he created something. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like. You do have to kind of acknowledge that he he did this massive thing. Because it really, I mean, it changed everything. I mean, I don't know that sci-fi was as uh, profitable or as big back then. Yeah. And then outcomes start. Because I think that they, they expected it to flop, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't think it was going to go, but then, I mean, he has the foresight to go ahead and keep the merch. The rights, yeah. The, the rights to all the merchandise. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That alone. Yeah. Merch is where it's at. Merch is where the money is. Good golly. I mean, who didn't have... A... Kids my age all had one of those. And for for yeah. those that listening at home, I'm pointing at my Darth Vader action figure case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between that and all the little figures, I mean, it's just... And of course, if you go down to my, my living room, you'll see the... The X-Wing, the Millennium yeah. Falcon, the Boba Fett's ship, and, and uh, the TIE Fighter yeah. all sitting up there. It's it's quite something that you have this and you've got multiple generations. Yeah. I mean, we this has been a theme for a lot of the stuff we talked right. about, which is which is kind of a common thread through nerd culture. Right. I mean, that that's how it becomes what it is is it just gets instilled in one generation and then it just kind of passes yeah. on through. 
because it is just not everyone loves Star Wars, right. but you know those of us who do uh, pass that down. Yeah. And I mean, who doesn't? I mean, that used to be our thing. Is every December the family would go and watch the new Star Wars yeah. movie, right? You know, when they when Disney release those it's like okay we're watching that watching that yeah watching rogue one i don't think we watched solo in theaters or not all of us did and then the disney plus shows now it's like okay now we are behind on andor because yeah. unfortunately we haven't caught that but uh yeah i mean mandalorian was every week we're yeah. sitting down watching it and it's same with boba fett and i know boba fett caught a lot of heat uh it would seem like it was 50-50. Those of us of a certain age just loved it for, you know, kind of the nostalgia of yeah. it. Um, obviously, again, like with some Star Wars stuff, the, the writing and then just the way the story connects is interesting to say the least. But, uh, you know... <laughs> It's, it was still fun. Yeah. It was still fun. I don't know that they'll go anywhere with it. Um, I think Boba Fett really took off when there is another bounty hunter that shows up yeah. towards the end. And so then that's when a lot of people started liking it again. So, I mean, is what it is. That's you ride the hot hand. That, well, that's the thing with Star Wars. is like the original Star Wars movies are so universally liked pretty much. Mm-hmm. Anything that comes after is like, it's put under the microscope. Yeah. And it's like dissected. And yeah. Well, we're seeing that with the Marvel Universe right yeah, now, right? Yeah. You know, after after Infinity War, everything. Yeah. Everything that comes out, it's just getting torn to pieces. Super dissected. Well, this isn't this, this yeah. isn't that. Where you going? And it's like no one was wondering that when we were yeah. knee deep in the initial phases, right? Right. We were just chomping at the bit at the next one, and so yeah. And, and look, you're going to have that with something that's lasted fifty years, right. right? And you keep making new stuff. You know, if all it was was those first three movies, and we're just celebrating those three movies yeah. all the time, it's a little bit different. But right. you keep putting out things; it's going to get compared. Yeah. And so good bad or indifferent right well those first three films are basically canonized they're basically saints right of the movie industry and like yeah so and following up anything with like that you know it's like it's really gonna be not hit or miss but like the people are gonna be like well that's not like episode four yes yeah oh absolutely or and... conversely that's too much like episode four yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I so it's funny when I went and watched Force Awakens, I wasn't even thinking anything like yeah. that. I just went and watched. It, I'm like, all right, awesome, <laughs> good. And then you know, you read a review and they're like, so basically they just gave us a new hope again. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and they start making all the the comparisons. I'm like, well, oh, oh okay, I see your point there, but it's still a good movie. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I mean, <laughs> Han Solo finally got the death he wanted. <laughs> well, Spoiler alert. Talk about that. You know, I still 
Still hurts me to this day. Yeah. Now, so, so Han Solo is my favorite Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the greatest fictional characters ever made. Uh, who's your favorite Star Wars character? I think I know the answer. Oh, but... well, it's Darth Vader. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, whether... Look, I, I've had this discussion with... I forget who it was a few years back, and they're like, how can your your favorite character be the villain? That, that you shouldn't root for the villain. I'm like, well, it's not that I'm rooting for right. him. And one can one can argue that yes, he 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 may have done a few bad things, <laughs> <laughs> you know, child genocide and and murdering hundreds of thousands of people across the galaxy. Um, but he does bring balance back to the force. Wow, yeah, just so, he just went the long way. Around. He he just he took the long way yeah. around the barn. He got there eventually. Uh, he took the scenic route. Uh, <laughs> so. But, look, I, I, I wish I could explain why, easily, why he's my favorite character. Yeah. Because usually the character, Megatron's not my favorite right. Transformers character. Um, I love Optimus Prime. Right. It's the good guy fighting for all that's good and right, you know? I, but there's just something about... The way they made him carry himself yeah. in the movies, and the the outfits, and it's just I don't know. It, it, and he comes on, and it's just like, <gasps> yeah. like I, I can tell you, Rogue One, when we're in the theater and we're watching it, and then when that door opens yeah. and you just the lightsaber, it was just. <gasps> <laughs> I was just filled with a giddiness. Yeah. And then to watch him put on that fight scene, that clinic, it's just like, it's one of those things, it's like, man, if they could make Star Wars, like the original yeah. movies now, and I know there's been some fan, fan films that I've seen on YouTube and whatnot where they've redone Obi-Wan's and, and Darth Vader's mm-hmm. fight scene, which is absolutely amazing. It's just like wow, that that would be just awesome yeah. to see to see him like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I wish I I wish I could explain it because I know he's not a a good guy. Well, he's you know he's probably the most iconic Star Wars character because, like you said, you just hear him breathe. And yeah, you know who he is. He's got the red lightsaber. He's the original Sith, you know? Mm-hmm. And even his design, like, is so weird because, like, I wouldn't think that his design would look cool because he's got that weird helmet and everything. Yeah. But it's the all black. It's the shiny. Yeah. He's just like He's probably the most recognizable Star Wars character. Yeah. And, and I dare I say, one of the most recognizable movie characters yeah, of all definitely. time. I mean, my gosh, who doesn't know who he is? Right. You have to be living under... Parts of Alderaan that blew yeah. up. <laughs> Too soon, man. Oh, Too sorry. soon. <laughs> well, you know, that's another thing. It's always a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. How yeah. long ago are we talking? Exactly. It's been 50 years. And, and, and how far away was it? How far away? Are we yeah. measuring in miles, kilometers, parsecs? Parsecs. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It, it's Now, the, the one thing I'll give George Lucas credit for, too, is when people have wanted to parody yeah. Star Wars. Um, 
he hasn't seemed to have a problem with it. Right. Like, you know, Spaceballs, Spaceballs. is just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it, it is... If you don't know what Spaceballs is, it's a Mel Brooks film. And just a great cast. And the story's just ridiculous. Um, but it's so fun. It's, it's nowhere near the best movie he's ever made. <laughs> but, um, again, that came out when I was a kid. Yeah. And I want to say I actually did see Spaceballs in the theater. Oh, that's cool. Um, but now I'm not so sure about that. But um, then you've got, of course, the, the folks at Robot Chicken did their little right. their Star Wars homage, which is, which is fun. Um, and they've always all got all kinds of skits. The Family Guy did Family their, guy, yeah. which is absolutely hilarious. I, <laughs> I still have them on DVD. Yeah. I love watching those ones. But it, it's... And you think about all the Star Wars nods and movies yeah. or, you know, references. It, it's it's just wild to think a goofy sci-fi movie yeah. can have that much influence. Yeah, definitely inspired and changed and influenced so much stuff that came after it. And it's just amazing to me that that movie came out in 1977 because yeah. you look back at what was going on at that time and there was nothing like it. And no. I don't know if there's ever been anything like it since. Well, I mean, would you say as far as a fandom, yeah. Harry Potter's oh, yeah. probably come the closest? That's true. They're rabid. <laughs> I mean, and, and they... I mean, and that's what I'm trying to think of, too, is is just how staunchly closely they follow yeah. it. And, and, you know, because the Lord of Rings fans aren't quite as bad, although I, I have to... I have to say one of my favorite I can't we can't talk about Star Wars and not talk about one of my favorite scenes in a Kevin Smith movie and that is um in Clerks 2 where they're debating Lord of the Rings oh, versus yeah. Star Wars that's still cuz I am I am not a Lord of the Rings oh, fan really? I I, I am that. not um and I've tried and I like fantasy stuff Yeah I don't know what it is I just I watched the first movie and just now just couldn't get into it. We tried. I tried watching uh, the next one. It's like no. I just and where they sit there and say, you know, I'm walking, I'm walking some more, I'm walking, and then then just drop the ring. <laughs> it's, um, but of course, Kevin Smith also does you know the whole knockoff of Star Wars and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and has. Mark Hamill in yeah, it yeah. at the end. Can't can't yeah, tell yeah. you what his character's name is on uh, this because we're trying to be a PJ PG podcast here. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't watched Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> Strike Back, <laughs> do yourself a favor, do it. It's fun. <laughs> Not a great movie, yeah, but it's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> Especially if you like Kevin Smith stuff. Yeah. But um, but yeah, there you are. You know, just a stupid little you know indie movie yeah hard to imagine that it started off as a as a small thing you yeah. know it's so big now i i almost would love to have been in like the the room how does that get pitched yeah. and how do they i just i don't know it's just it seems wild to me and then you've got the music we haven't even talked about oh, john yeah, williams john williams 
music. That's like the, that's got to be the most iconic movie music ever ever made. Yes. I think. I mean, everyone knows the Imperial March, yeah. right? Oh my gosh! And then the opening scene. Yeah. Credit music. Oh my gosh! Uh, one year, uh, the wife and kids got me the complete Star Wars soundtracks oh, on sweet. CD. It is and it is absolutely. Because even the prequels uh, soundtracks yes, are amazing. Good. They're very good. Especially Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they try to emulate that in the newer stuff. And it's it's close, but it's just not quite the same. Now, I do believe John Williams did the opening uh, theme for Obi-Wan. Oh, okay. And... And it's extra, let me tell you. It's it's great. But yeah, so I mean, they just... Boy, they had the total package. Yeah. And you almost wonder if, without the soundtrack... I know this is going to sound silly, but I mean, that soundtrack is just as recognizable yeah. as anything else. Yeah. So if, if you don't have John Williams doing that, the composing, is it as successful? Yeah, that's a good question. Because everything had to be... It had to be the right place, the right time, the right music, the right actors. It had to be the way it was, or else it wouldn't have worked, probably. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't know. Just, I mean, we could go on talking about this forever. I know. This could just fill up volumes of episodes of the podcast. But Gosh, yeah. Yeah, because we hardly touched on the comics or, or anything else, just briefly. Well, I don't know. It's so big. And that's it. You've got nearly 50 years of stuff, and it's it's hard to just whittle it down because it's it's they've done so much. Um, just I mean, besides the movies and the games and and the merch, the merch alone yeah. is good golly almighty. I mean, who didn't want to have a lightsaber? Right. And then when you're lucky enough, you can get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to know what what some of your guys's favorite. Star Wars moments yeah. or memories or, you know, what did you see first or who yeah. shot first? Oh, oh my God. Let's not get that started. Oh boy. I'm f- firmly in the Han shot first. Yeah. Camp. So I will say, <laughs> I will say really quick, you were talking about what it was like to see it safe. So I was of an age when they re-released them yeah. did, and digitally, you know, remastered right. them. I actually went and uh, saw them in the theater and, um, yeah, not a fan. <laughs> uh, it, it's there was something weird about seeing Han Solo walking next to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, uh, in the first one, it's like, come on. Yeah, and, and now you can't buy them right. without them being right digitally remastered. It's like I want give me the option of right. watching what I watched when I was a kid. Yeah, I had a conspiracy theory about that. Okay, that eventually they will release them, and the only reason they edited them. Was so that in like like on the fiftieth anniversary they can just say oh these are the unedited ones buy them for a hundred dollars each yeah there That's you go my conspiracy theory about you that you know what I guess we'll see in four years yeah. oh my god Oof. right four yeah. years well, yeah yeah Gee, so mark it on your calendar kids we'll <laughs> yeah. see if Jordan's right yeah <laughs> but yeah so reach out to us tell us what we missed tell us what you love about Star Wars or maybe you don't like Star yeah. Wars. And and that's fine. Just you, don't blast us. Oh my gosh, yeah. The other ones we don't care. We we know <laughs> we're gonna get flack for something we said today. That's okay. Yeah. I'm sure we missed something or we said yeah. something wrong or 
Definitely. Uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said I liked yeah. the sequel tr- yeah. trilogy. Yeah, I see the target on your back. Yeah, it's there, I tell you. So. I'm going to have to go in the witness protection <laughs> program. <laughs> Star Wars fan protection. Program. Oh my gosh, too funny. Uh, All right, guys, well, I guess that wraps it up. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we'll see you the next time around. Stay nerdy.